cleaning products and laundry detergent through March 15th, plus an extra 10% off for Prime members while supplies last. See more on the Whole Foods Market app. You ready? Excuse me. Now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? May I ask you this question? Why do you believe police brutality continues to exist in this country? Do you believe it to be a systemic problem, or should we judge police misconduct on a case-by-case basis? And what's your opinion on the best course of action to solve the problem? Well, you have come to the right place. You're listening to L.A.'s all-new Progressive Talk radio station. Of the people, by the people, for the people. Hey, I sure appreciate that. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We got you covered round the clock. Round the clock. Racism, we got you. Progressive politics, we got you. Health and wellness education, we have you covered. We're going to have to put it back in the hands of the people. A black-owned and operated evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Welcome home, Welcome L.A. Home, LA. We're all in this together. Let's get it on. It's KBLA Talk 1580, broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Lamert Park. You've got a lot to talk about. We are going to have to fight. We're going to have to struggle. We're going to have to struggle relentlessly to bring about some peace. The KBLA 1580 app is fire. fire. And you need to download it right, right, right now. now. That's what I want. Here's why. Here's why. In addition to being able to take us with you wherever you go in the whole wide world, when you download the KBLA 1580 app, there's a feature on the app called Open Mic. Open mic. You can't miss it. It's right at the bottom of the KBLA 1580 app homepage with a little microphone icon. When you tap the microphone, the KBLA 1580 app allows you to record a message that we might play on the air. Check it out. Hi, Mr. Smiley. My name is Justin, and I'm messaging you all the way from Cap City, a.k.a. Sacktown, Sacramento. I just wanted to reach out and tell you how good it is to hear your voice again. Man, I can't even tell you. I used to watch your show all the time, every day, never missed it. And I always just walked away feeling like a better human being. Like, I just felt enriched by you and listening to you and wide array of guests on your show. You're one of the great orators of my time, and I'm so glad that you're back. And I look forward to listening to you on your new venture via KBLA. Much See how simple it is? We've got a lot to talk about, but we want to hear from you. So take a moment to download the KBLA 1580 app wherever you get your apps, and thank you. We've got a lot to talk about. This is a rather bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. up. If you come across a radio frequency anywhere putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free enterprise, you did. KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I'm speaking, okay? Please. Okay. Ladies first, ladies first. Hi, I'm Donna.
Dominique DePrima, host of First Things First, weekday mornings. There are plenty of good reasons to listen to KBLA Talk 1580, but let me give you a dozen more. Let's get intimate. I'm Dr. Deshana Johnson. She's Krista. And she's Kiara. And this is Donna Michi versus Everybody. I'm Nicole Franklin. Welcome to Before You Go. I'm Alina Abdullah, and you're listening to Black Lives Matters. This is not a drill. Welcome back to Ariva Martin Out Loud. This is Legal Lens with Angela Red Upright. I'm Cynthia Brooks, and you're listening to Urban Wellness Now. It's the backstory with Mache Duffy. Living in the sweet spot with Angelique Francis. I'm Tasha. Welcome back to KPLA's Lyric Lounge. Yo, yo, Lonnie Love and me, Angelique. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. heard this many brilliant black women hosting their own shows on talk radio never never never, never. until now reclaiming my time reclaiming my time we've been shut out but we persist and if you're not tuning in you're missing out you're on the match with black lady kbla talk 1580 1580 black women have a lot to talk about talk about Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. KBLA Talk 1580. Reminding you that we keep us safe. With the KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA. The heart of Lumert Park, USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now. Right now. Last time that I checked, it was five chains on my neck. All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires. One family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time, and that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, a.k.a. Young Harriet, and my mission in life is to lead my people out of financial slavery. And I am super excited about this month. We are in full swing for Women's Her Story Month. And I know each and every day we've been honoring women in different spaces, specifically the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. But a new study came out today, and we're actually going to take the day to explore something special. The study came out to show how women could possibly take over the cryptocurrency space. So all of you women out there, there is some uh, some hope that that this won't be just another male dominated space. But we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But before we do, of course, you know, I have a quote for our women in respect to our women's Her Story Month. And it basically says it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well have not lived at all, in which case you failed by default. That's J.K. Rawlings. And I absolutely love that because a lot of times in this cryptocurrency space, you know, folks are always saying, well, Naja, what if you're wrong? What if you're wrong about this thing called Bitcoin? And I will say that this actual quote just speaks to that because if I live so cautiously that I don't live at all I just fail by default and so I got to make sure that our community is in the know so we're going to jump into our crypto scoop 
for this March 15th, 2022. Um, and I just am going to kind of go over this because Bitcoin has been trading sidewards. And, you know, a lot of people that are in spaces uh, for the capital gain, they're wondering how we're able to weather this. And I'm going to conti continuously say that it is mindset over money right now. And so in the last 24 hours, Bitcoin has traded almost exactly a thousand dollars apart. So it's been 42 eight on the high and it's been 41 eight on the low. And that's the past 24 hours. It's just been teetering and tottering. And as we know, Bitcoin, along with several other things, is volatile uh, and it fluctuates just like several other of the assets uh, that are out there. But there are three possible scenarios uh, that BTC or Bitcoin can do in this cycle. And I want you to get used to some of the vocabulary. So when you hear people say BTC, they are talking about Bitcoin. When you hear them say BCH, they're talking about Bitcoin Cash. That is a totally different cryptocurrency. It is not Bitcoin. And as you all know from learning in this session, that there are over 16,000 different cryptocurrencies. All are not created equal. But people are just constantly saying, hey, what do you think is going on with the market? What moves the Bitcoin price? And all of these different things, we have no idea. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to really read a part of a market update that I do uh, specifically today so that we can learn how to keep our eye on Bitcoin in a different way because we're looking uh, for all sorts of things. But when we're looking at this for the long term, we're not really worried about the price movement because we are dollar cost averaging. As I consistently say, a DCA a day keeps poverty away. But I'm going to read uh, what I have by way of a market report and three possible scenarios, um, you know, as it relates to Bitcoin. And again, there's some vocabulary that we're going to learn over the next few weeks. I'm not trying to teach you all how to trade Bitcoin, but I know a lot of people have had questions. So I'm thinking from time to time, I'm going to read some of the market updates to just help you kind of understand what actually is attributed to the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows of Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency market, just like it would be with any stock or a company uh, that has a CEO or a president that comes out and says something that they have no business saying and it drops their stock. Well, of course, we know Bitcoin is not a company. It is decentralized. There is no one governing body that can come in and, you know, shut it down or stop it. It is decentralized and at the same time distributed across all of our computers. And so when we look at the three possible scenarios of why Bitcoin cycle is doing what it's doing. Uh, and again, I understand that there are going to be some words that you don't know. And I would say grab your pen and paper and write them down. One in particularly, um, we are going to start trying to learn uh, as a group what a Fibonacci number is. That's one of the things. And we're going to spend some time, an entire show, talking about the Fibonacci numbers. But it is not 
today. We're not going to do that today, but I am going to read the report, partially the report. And for those of you um, that want more in detail, you'll have to go to another platform to get it. But there are three market uncertainties that continue to weigh in on crypto and the equities as Russia and Ukraine tensions actually build and the feds, um, which we know as our president and several other people that call for quick, quicker rate hikes. Nevertheless, both Bitcoin and Ethereum, which is another coin out there, it's called Ethereum for those of you that are new, continue to chop sideways over the last 24 hours. In today's technical analysis, Let's look at the more macro approach to understand where we are in Bitcoin cycle. And we know in life, everything goes through cycles and Bitcoin has a cycle just like everything else in the trading cycle has. And today we're going to just really quickly go through three different scenarios that could possibly happen that you as an investor need to keep your eye on. Scenario number one. 69,000 was indeed the market top, but unfortunately, we have already started to see the fifth wave in the new impulsive move higher starting from January 5th, as well as the final leg of the higher bull run. So we saw 69,000 a couple of months back, uh, and we have been, of course, you know, Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin has fallen just a tad bit. And I will say it's fallen a tad bit and folks were panicking. And again, not to panic, you only lose in Bitcoin when you sell. Because we know what Bitcoin has done on average. Historically, we look at it over 200 percent. So, again, it's not to worry at all. It's just to understand that it is on sale and it is lower and that if you are dollar cost averaging, this might just be a great time for you to dollar cost average your way into acquiring more Satoshis than you had when you purchased it at 69. And I know a lot of folks that are in trading will say, you know what, that doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I lost money because I bought it at 69,000. Well, they bought a whole entire Bitcoin, maybe. And maybe now uh, it's around 42,000. And, and as you know, it fluctuates second by second. So at the time of this actual report and when this was, was written, it was it was definitely at 42.8. And so you could feel like you lost. But if you know what Bitcoin is going to do, then you would wait and, and make sure that you don't sell low because that would have meant you lost some Bitcoin and you took a loss. You, you lost some money because you took a loss because Bitcoin was lower than the 69. But it looks like that we have had uh, in this last run, we have just reached the final leg of the higher bull run. So that's scenario number one. Scenario number two is we are still in a corrective phase in the market. And it may take a few months to form what they call a triangular like structure. We will see an extended fourth wave before entering into a fifth wave. And scenario two is more likely to occur given the global markets and the uncertainty out there. So when people ask what really affects the price of Bitcoin, I'm really just trying to expound on this today because a lot of people are starting to understand, yes, the Russian-Ukraine war 
and the tensions, uh, them seizing people's money over in Canada, seizing a Bitcoin, seizing of cryptocurrency, like all of those things play into people's psyche as they're doing a little bit different than what we're doing. And so I got to always say that what we're attempting to do with our community is slightly different from what traders are doing and from what everyone else in the space is doing because we're looking to stack Satoshis right now while they are as cheap as possible so that when the price does go back past 69,000 up into the hundreds and 200s and 250 where most of us feel like it's going to be we will have the Satoshis needed to absolutely have closed the wealth gap in our community and scenario number three if Bitcoin fails to hold the $30,000 mark uh, both scenario one and two will be invalidated altogether. Worse still, Bitcoin could plunge towards support um, at a lower rate, at a lower price, and we would be entering into a bear market. And so for those of you that don't know the difference between a bull market and a bear market, a bull market is when something is going up and a bear market is, is when something is going down. And I honestly hope that we stay in a bull market, a bear market until I get on tour so that I can educate more of our community about what Bitcoin is doing and can do for our community so that we can have a bigger and better chance at holding more Satoshis than any other demographic of people in this United States and in this world. Um, but like I was stating earlier, Bitcoin and Ethereum have traded sideways for the past 24 hours. And ultimately, um, you know, we are making sure that we're understanding that people are not getting out of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's dominance has actually moved up to 43% inside of this market uncertainty. And why that should make you feel good is that more people are utilizing Bitcoin or holding Bitcoin than any of those other 16,000 cryptocurrencies. And so that is important. It's important for us to pay attention to where uh, the activity is. Now, if Bitcoin was at five or 6% dominance, then I would tell you, you know, I think we may need to do something different, but I am not uh, feeling that at all. In fact, we're seeing more investors, we're seeing people silently getting into Bitcoin, of course, while this price is low. But I want to just also say to our community, uh, unfortunately, what we see in our over the counter exchanges when the price starts to go high, and it starts to hit those 65,000 and 69,000. We have people running in the door, our phones are running off the hook, ringing off the hook. And we want you all to get in right now. I mean, then it's not going to be too late, you're just going to get less Bitcoin than than you got a uh, right we can get right now but I often hear people say and I say it all the time and I'm just going to make this statement and it's not a statement of arrogance but if you are not participating in Bitcoin right now while the price is low you are going to get Bitcoin at the price you deserve so if you're listening and you're learning and you're opening your mind, you're going to be able to get Bitcoin at this incredible price. Uh, and it is on sale right now. And so with that being said, um, we are going to with that being said, we are going to come forward and we're going to talk about a couple of things that we noticed 
a couple of things that we noticed in the actual um, news. And so we're going to uh, talk about this bear market and some of the investors that are claiming that they are selling off. So uh, if you look at the news, they're talking about how the whales are selling off uh, Bitcoin. But if you also really look at some of these analysis that are being done and sometimes you got to do a little bit of digging this is nothing that you're going to get on your own that is why it's good for you to come into these types of rooms and spaces to learn what you need to learn about bitcoin and about the market because our eyes kind of catch some things so there is a um uh, a school of thought right now and actually it's more factual than a school of thought because they're looking at the metrics they're looking at the signals from people that are un inexperienced coming into bitcoin uh, i was on a podcast a little bit earlier today where the gentleman was talking about how he's teaching our community uh to trade and again no shade on him no shade on anyone in this space that's trying to educate but i am almost screaming i am the community or as they would say the city screamer or the hilltop screamer i am screaming to you all that if you are getting into bitcoin specifically to trade and you have a nine to five this is not that is not a great idea now it may be a good idea for you but it's not a great idea because this asset class called Bitcoin specifically is something that you really need to pay attention to if you're going to trade it. But if you're going to buy it and hold it just like you would if you were saving for your retirement, it really is going to is really going to benefit you much, much more. And I, I was trying to explain a little bit earlier. Uh, these wells have the opportunity or uh, they used to have the opportunity to really move markets. And so if a well was selling a million dollars worth of Bitcoin, uh, you know, people's eyes would raise and they would want to know why are they selling that Bitcoin like that? Or what's the reason that they're selling the Bitcoin? But what we're finding, if we're looking at some of these different studies and some of these chain analysis, and again, these are on chain analysis. Remember I said, Bitcoin is not only decentralized, but it's distributed. We all can see on chain on our computer, what the holders of Bitcoin are actually holding, how much and some of those things. But what we're finding out is that these whales and we call them whales. Again, I told you I would have to break down some of this terminology. We call them whales because they have a whole lot of Bitcoin that they're holding in these wallets. But what it shows is that the addresses on the blockchain that are whales hold more than $1 million worth of Bitcoin. And what that means is they're holding it and it's, it's ramping up for other smaller individuals to do some selling off um, because they're still trying to trade and they're inexperienced. They don't really know what's going on. And so we want to make sure that our community is not in that group of individuals that is feeling like they have pressure to sell because the price of Bitcoin is low. So I'm going to keep trying to reiterate to our community that this is not the time to be really, really worried about the price, but rather worried about what can you actually afford to lose and invest 
in Bitcoin. And I'm always going to say that as an ex-financial advisor, whatever you can afford to lose, uh, put to the side in Bitcoin, go to an exchange and get that done. But there has been significant dips, of course, you know, in these bear markets. And you also want to set up that dollar cost average on whatever platform it is, whether it's the Black Wall Street wallet, whether it's Cash App, whether it's setting up with my uh, exchange to tell us when you'd like to put in orders, you know, once a month, once a week, whatever that looks like. But, um, you know, there are two. Again, there's two different things going on where they're talking about the whales are selling. But we're also when we look at it, finding out that the whales are holding. And so we want to be and have the mindset of those wells, ladies and gentlemen, our community as a whole, the black community should be considered one well, because what we want to do is look up in about five years. We won't know what African-American or brown uh African black or brown family member or family is connected to that wallet but we do want to be able to say in five years that the whales that we are as a community hold most of the asset that cities countries and states are deeming legal tender we will be in a good spot if we do that ladies and gentlemen so I don't want you to be afraid in reading uh, some of the news I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure that young Harriet always shines a light on you and you know which way to go what path to go and how to really stack your satoshis and when we come forward ladies and gentlemen it is time for us to get it in uh, I'm going to talk about something really quickly uh, that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks and that's why it is so important to get your bitcoin and self-custody it there was one more article that i wanted to bring out up to make sure that you are all understanding uh, some of the ana analytics that come from some of these companies that are really studying bitcoin specifically no matter what folks say there's again all these thousands of coins out there, ladies and gentlemen, but folks are studying Bitcoin. So you are in the right place at the right time. This is KBLA Talk 1580, and we are unapologetically progressive. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you. for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Stay tuned equal opportunity lender broadcasting live from lamar park USA. usa welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio kbla talk 1580 all right so we're back with the head of the crypto curve and and i'm just taking a little bit more time today to just make sure that our community understands that we are in the right place at the right time uh and again i liken this to the internet and it being introduced to everyone and everybody saying oh my goodness who's going to have a personal computer in every single house well we now have a personal computer in every person's hand that's that cell phone as well and so as we take a look at something else um that really brings it home as to why we in our community should be holding on to our bitcoin there was 1.2 billion worth of bitcoin with billion with the b that actually left coinbase last week which is a sign of persistent institutional adoption. 
is and why is that? So there's a couple of different things that we can talk about really quickly um, to just help you understand why it's important to hold. So first of all, this 1.2 billion went to wallets that traditionally have not been trading in and out. They look like wallets where Bitcoin has been held and is staying because they are storing it as a store of value. And it's not one of those uh, wallets that's loosely used. Uh, and some folks I know a little bit earlier, uh, Lamar Wilson was talking with us and he was sharing that this could possibly be Coinbase taking $1.2 billion off their exchange and putting it into their own private wallet. We wouldn't know because all we see is the, the public address, but we don't know who's behind the public address because it's not meant to be that way specifically. But what he was basically saying is if even if this was Coinbase moving this 1.2 billion off their platform, if they wouldn't hold their own Bitcoin on their uh, exchange, why are you holding your Bitcoin on their exchange? They moved it to a private wallet where it can be safe and sound, where they have access to their own private keys. But let's say this was not Coinbase. Could it be that this individual who had this Bitcoin or this company that had this amount of Bitcoin on Coinbase's platform decided it was high time for them to now put it into a cold storage wallet where they could sh make sure that it was safe and secure that nobody could get access to it. And if, again, we look back a couple of weeks ago at Canada where nothing can be seized or taken just because uh, they decide that, you know, somebody said something wrong or done something wrong. And so we have to look at it in, with all those sets of eyes, but also to know that they put it in a cold storage wallet, which is an indication that they're not having any intention anytime soon in letting go of their Bitcoin. We need to be following suit. And I just caution each and every one of you, as you feel like this price is low, this is not the time because institutional adoption is here. It is happening. There are bills being um sent up to different individual states to create to make sure that Bitcoin is um, legal tender in these different states, different countries, all sorts of things are happening. So I'm excited about that. And again, because $1.2 billion leaves Coinbase, it is nothing negative at all. That's telling you to watch what the big boys are doing. And they're putting it in their cold store storage wallets to make sure that uh, it is safe and sound from anything. And so I, that's my take on it again, young Harriet, just shining the light. So, all right, let's get into women possibly taking over crypto. It is no secret at all that um, financial services, the cryptocurrency space and many other spaces that have to do with money have all been about men for for years and years and years. Uh, and crypt the cryptocurrency space has not been any different. But there is a company that did a study and it actually shows that women are now outpacing men for the very first time as purchasers in this cryptocurrency space. And there is no it is no surprise if you're paying attention. And I have already said to the women that if you start to pay attention to commercials, I don't care what it is and what the commercial is talking about. They are marketing to us, marketing to us women.
We know this. I specifically say for African-American women, I don't think that I've ever seen as much representation as I have on TV uh, commercials as I have over the last six or seven months. They understand who holds the purse string. They understand who's going to college, who's getting these degrees. And this this data that comes back from this um outfit and I won't name the well I guess I could name the name so the the company that did it is called backed b-a-k-k-t b-a-k-k-t backed which coincidentally is also founded by a woman in the cryptocurrency space and basically uh this survey actually surveyed over a thousand women and out of those thousand women 508 of those women did not currently own cryptocurrency, but they had a basic level of awareness that it exists. 250 of those women um, actually owned cryptocurrency. And those other uh, 250 had men at home that own cryptocurrency, but they were not uh, dibbling and dabbling in cryptocurrency themselves and this was in February of 2022 and so as this study went on it really talked about the data to make sure that people knew that this was um, a space that was right now traditionally men but men were early adopters but women are now outpacing them for the first time and making it very very clear that 38 percent of women made their first cryptocurrency purchase in the past six months ladies and gentlemen when you always ask the question am I too late 38 percent of women in the cryptocurrency space made their purchase of cryptocurrency bitcoin is included in that in the last six months and I really would attribute some of that to people purchasing Bitcoin or Ethereum to get into the NFT space. And I always say, no matter how people come into the space, let them come in and then we educate them on what they need to be doing. So we have a great, great opportunity to really educate women on what they need to be doing next because they're caring for their children and not that dads don't care for, care for their children. We got some great men that care, care for their children as well. So I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is that we have an opportunity as women to really step our game up and be counted in these women that are starting to get into the cryptocurrency space. So when we come forward, we're going to talk about cryptocurrency women owners versus no coiners. And we call them no coiners because they don't have any coins. And we're going to kind of get the, the philosophy behind uh, what some of the women, uh, the no coiners, feel like um and, and what they're saying about cryptocurrency and when we come forward we'll do that and i appreciate each and every one of you if anyone wants to call in and they have anything to say please 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 call 800-920-1580 again that number is 800-920-1580 or if you're a woman in crypto that just got started in the last six months let's hear what you have to say because it looks like at the pace we're going we are definitely going Going to take over this space. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Build black better. better. Tweet it. Tell it. LA finally has a black owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 
history is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, so maybe this is you, um, both male and female. You're sitting back, you're listening, you're trying to learn, and really you feel like this cryptocurrency thing is too risky. You are absolutely not alone because that is one of the biggest factors for both men and women. Their perception of cryptocurrency is that it's too risky. And so as it relates to women, and those that are getting into the space in the last six months. Again, we are very early. And every time I see a group of people, I just totally automatically move it into black and brown communities. And I, I utilize that to really help that be my gauge. So since 6%, um, six, the last six months, women have been the ones that are getting into cryptocurrency more than ever. I want us to take the next six months for the African-American and the Latino community to really get involved in cryptocurrency more than they ever have before. Because, again, this is new. Uh, you're at the very, very beginning. Bitcoin is only 13 years old. It's not even hit its puberty. And that's what I say about its actual cycle. Uh, before that, we were still, you know, we, we're, we're just we're just beginning, just just beginning. So I'm excited about that. But this study actually shows um, in the non crypto owning women space. We call them no coiners. So you'll hear the difference between a coiner, a Bitcoiner or a no coiner. That's people that don't hold any cryptocurrency whatsoever. And I want to go over these really quickly because I want to make sure that if you're in these particular spaces, that you're really understanding um, how to get over these barriers to entry. So one of the things that the non crypto women were saying is that it is very confusing. So that's why we're here on this radio station. That's why we have podcasts uh, for you to go back in and listen to over and over again, because we understand that in order for you to get unconfused, you need to educate yourself, educate yourself on how Bitcoin specifically is being used. That's one of the things we want you to know what it's utilized for, what it was meant to be utilized for, what is what has since happened with it, how, where you can spend it, how, where you can buy it and all those things. So we want to get the confusion out of our equation. So as I look at this as women, I also look at this for our community. So it's confusing. Absolutely correct. So let's help you get an understanding. And I always say that I'm not here to convince you, but rather to help educate you so that you make better decisions. The number two reason is it's risky. Uh, risky is absolutely what we all know that cryptocurrency and Bitcoin is, but you can take out the risk doing that dollar cost averaging. Uh, it's scary. It is absolutely scary. I agree. That is why we have brick and mortar locations to help you. That's why we're giving you phone numbers that you can call people that you can actually touch and see so that we can help you get through this because we understand it's scary. We want to make sure that we're building a community around KBLA where you can pick up that phone. You can ask that question. I don't care what it is or how you how silly you feel it is. We want to make sure that you're comfortable in that. On the other side, the women who own cryptocurrency and the reason they say that they own it the number one ranked reason 
is because they said they see opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, women need opportunity, but our community needs opportunity. And we have it right here, right now. They see growth. And they also they see growth. They see all over the world things are growing. And so I'm hoping that I'm bringing to you different illustrations so that, you know, you're not going this alone. And we're not just in something that is not having any traction. There is absolute growth here and it is revolutionary and it is bold. And again, we look at women saying this is revolutionary. This is bold. I'm getting involved. Our black and brown community needs to say this is revolutionary. This is bold. This is something that we did not have access to in the past, uh, which is another monetary system, but we have it today. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will talk about dollar cost averaging. I will help you get dollar cost averaging going, and I'm going to continue on my quest to do $6 a day. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. smartphone. Carry the combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. We leave corporation. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, and here we go on ahead of the crypto curve. The last thing I want to say about women in the last six months getting into cryptocurrency, how they got in here is it says that they received cryptocurrency as a gift. So I just want to take a quick pause to say to each and every one of you, as we move forward, if you could possibly get your family member some Bitcoin instead of a gift for their birthday. And as we roll up on Christmas, as Dr. Rosie Milligan stated today, buy your family some cryptocurrency instead of buying gifts. Why do we continue to give our money to other folks? I'm just, we won't even get off into that right now, but it says that 58% of these women actually got and received Bitcoin as a gift. So let's start gifting Bitcoin uh, more and more and more. Some of them redeemed loyalty points. I told you all I shop at Sam's Club online and I get Bitcoin back for doing it. Loyalty points uh, is what they're doing. And um, well, Bitcoin loyalty, I'm not going to say loyalty points. There's actually Bitcoin loyalty that we're getting. We're getting Satoshi's back for shopping. They're also earning cryptocurrency through gaming and online gambling, which I don't suggest us do that online gambling, but I'm just telling you what the studies show. So if you want to know how this, these women are getting in in the last six months that's what they've been doing so with that being said ladies and gentlemen it is time for us to dollar cost average and as i say a dca a day keeps poverty away and you can every single day put at least six dollars worth of uh, money into bitcoin and buy some satoshis satoshis is the smallest increment of a bitcoin just like there are 100 pennies in a the dollar there are 100 million satoshis in a bitcoin and i do mine on the black wall street wallet so all you have to do is go to your app store and download or your google store play store and download the black wall street wallet and you can 
get KYC, which is know your customer, just like you're opening a bank account. You have to do that on the Black Wall Street wallet. Once you get that done, you can open up the wallet. You can click on the purple circle that has the two white arrows in it. And once you do that, you can click on the uh, thing that says one time and then you can click six dollars, which I'm doing right now as we are speaking. And when well, you click on buy Bitcoin, you hit one time and you click on six dollars and then you hit continue. And from there, it shows you how much Bitcoin you're buying, which is six dollars worth of Satoshi's, which is, again is the same thing as Bitcoin cost me 11 cent. And I hit confirm. When I hit confirm, ladies and gentlemen, I just purchased $6 worth of Bitcoin. You can start there. You can do $6 a day. You can do $6 a week. You can do $6 a month or $6 a year, whatever you want to do. But you can dollar cost average your way into Bitcoin. You do not have to buy an entire Bitcoin. So that's all it takes if you want to manually dollar cost average or you can set it up and you can forget it. For all of those that are of you that are looking to store your Bitcoin uh, in a cold storage wallet, 